This is Taking Back the Reins podcast. I'm Dina Shale. In this show, you'll learn how to recover and thrive by working with horses through trauma-informed equine-facilitated learning, because it's time for you to take back the reins. Hello, and welcome back to Taking Back the Reins. Today, I'm joined by Georgie, who has recently been on one of my podcasts, but I wanted to bring her back on because we talked so much on the last podcast, and I wanted to talk to her today about her weight loss journey, and particularly the mindset that has had to go into the the weight loss journey, because, you know, I talk a lot about mindset, Mindset is a key thing with anything you're doing, especially in business. If you, you know, you're setting out in business, your mindset is key to to be the first thing to be the successful point, really, for you to build on. So, welcome back to the the podcast, Georgie. And today, I just want to talk to you a little bit about how you switch that mindset, and you've gone on this weight loss journey, and and you know. I want to talk a little bit about how you've done it, your mindset, and what the results have been so far. So tell our audience about this this amazing transformation. Well, yeah, thank you very much for having me back. So I suppose I'll start from the beginning, I guess, and kind of link it into mindset and how I've got to maybe the point where I am today. It has been a process, it's been a journey, but I think that's all part and parcel of it. So I think starting from the very beginning, as I was young, you know, when I was younger, growing up, I think I always had a little bit of an unhealthy relationship with food. I think that's always been my crux. It's always been my comfort, 100%. I think I've always had, a, and, and I might use the term lightly, but I think it does apply. I've had a bit of an addiction to sugary food, to sweet things, to chocolate, to unhealthy food. And I think I've created, un, I think I created unhealthy habits when I was a child. And I definitely that definitely followed me into my adult life. I think I remember when I was younger, always being branded the the bigger, the bigger kid. I was always overweight. I was always bullied and teased for being overweight. Whereas actually when I look back, I don't think I ever really was. I think I was just bullied for it. And I kind of took on almost like a self-fulfilling prophecy. I almost took on the label that people were giving me, which was that I was bigger. I was, you know, I've always been really tall. I've always been, you know, quite, imposing I suppose so I think people just called me you know all of these names and definitely teased me for my weight a lot when I was younger and I think that stuck and I think it was always an idea that I associated with myself growing up I think as I got older my relationship with food definitely got more out of control I started to secretly eat and definitely find comfort in in sugary snacks and chocolate and cake and all of those kinds of things and definitely didn't see the negative impact that it would have on my on my life, and I think as we talked about in the previous con- uh, the previous podcast a couple of weeks ago, some people it's alcohol and some people there's addiction there. But I definitely think my addiction and the the comfort blanket that I've always gone to is food, and uh, even as a young adult that followed me into being a young young adult, and it meant that when I was sort of eighteen to twenty three, I was by the time I was eighteen I was overweight. It kind of fluctuated when I was 18, 19, 20, 21, and then, you know, I've been really, really heavy. I've had periods where I've had periods where I've maybe not been so heavy, but I've definitely been overweight for that entire period of my life. And I suppose that's kind of the start and that's sort of the starting point of it, I suppose. 
I think now that I've gotten a little bit older, my sort of weight loss journey, I suppose, started when I was 24, which they always say is the most transformative year of your life because it's that wow. final year of your pre prefrontal cortex developing and it's that final year of your brain growing to, to kind of full capacity. And I definitely felt that. I felt that as soon as I hit 24, my life completely changed. And my, and my view on things changed, my outlook on things changed, my mindset on things changed. And it all started from when I was booking a summer holiday with my friends. Yeah. So it was about April last year. Um, and we decided that we were going to go to Benidorm. Me and my friends, we were all going to go away together. And it was our first real girls holiday. At this time, I was drinking still as well, sporadically, but alcohol was in my life. And I decided the day that we booked the holiday that I did not want to look and feel the way that I felt and the way that I looked on holiday. For so me, what, what made that transfer? I think I just felt, the, the, the word I would use to describe it is weak. I felt so weak in my body. Like I wouldn't be able to walk up the stairs without being tired. My bones felt weak. My muscles felt weak. I felt slow. I, and I just knew that that wasn't natural or the way that things were meant to be for my age. I think it got to a point where the diet that I was having and the diet and the foods that I was eating were really negatively affecting my mental health. And I think I had a, I had so much stress from work. And, you know, I, I was definitely, my mental health was definitely in a more negative place. And I think that allowed me to come home and seek food for comfort as that was always my pattern. It's always been my pattern previously. So I think I was really struggling with work at the time and the kind of workload of the work that I was doing. And I would come home and comfort eat. And I got to a point where my weight was out of control and I felt ill, really ill. And I knew for a fact that if I'd gone to the doctor, I can guarantee they would have told me I was pre-diabetic. Just, just from feet, you know, feeling in my body, that's how I felt that, that, that that's where it was going. Mm. So we booked this holiday and I, there was like just a, a flip that flip that switched. Switch that, <laughs> switch <it>. that flipped. <laughs> a switch that flipped a hundred percent in my mind, and I decided that I was not going to go on holiday and feel this way. I needed to make a change, and I didn't have very long. We booked quite a last-minute holiday. I had a couple of months to make a change. So I think we booked it on like the Friday or the Saturday. That Monday, I was in my dance class. I'd booked onto a dance class, and I was on a calorie deficit diet. By the time that the holiday came around. Yeah. I knew that I didn't want to give it up. I'd lost about a stone, maybe just under a stone, by the time I went on holiday. So quite a lot of weight in a short amount of time, but I was really committed to it. And then when I went on holiday, I didn't drink and I ate, I ate really well. I ate as well as I could on a girl's holiday. And all my friends sort of started to whisper and think, what is she doing? Why is she not really getting involved in the what we're doing here? And why is she not fully getting involved in the girl's holiday? But my mindset had changed so much in that short amount of time to the point where I thought this holiday is not worth sacrificing the progress that I've already made. And um, I think and I, I think that's a really important point, isn't it? Because we all do these diets or, you know, oh, I'm going on a diet. You go and do, you know, one of these 600 calorie diets or you yeah, take the pills right. to make you lose the weight or yeah. you go to the gym three times and then you, yeah. you never you never keep that up but but mm. um, you know I think once you start something you're the, the key to this is to not come off that that rail track because you're you're yeah. in that train on that rail track going to a different part of your life aren't you really yeah, 100%. Um, you know it's taking you on a different journey 
and and the start is really hard the beginning is really hard because yeah. you're and changing a pattern you're changing a pattern 100 and the hard the hard part for me and i really had to you know i was i was really daunted because going onto a diet meant that i was i was acknowledging that i had a problem and i was acknowledging that i was overweight and i didn't i didn't tell anybody i didn't really want anybody to know i was going on a diet because that meant that i was acknowledging the problem and i was in denial about it so I really had to sit and think to myself, okay, I feel really ill at this point. I feel really like I'm not taking care of myself and I feel really overweight, overweight to the point where you know, I'm struggling to get up the stairs and I'm 23, you know, it, this is not healthy for me. And I think I had to say to myself, this is the heaviest that you will ever be. You will never be heavier than this. So every single day moving forward is a step in the right direction you are never going to go backwards now like this is only moving forwards and for a really 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 long time even up till now it's been sort of nearly 18 months maybe even now I really struggle to look at pictures of myself before because I always have to focus on how I'm going to look in two months time not how I looked two months ago or not how I looked a year ago because I never want to go backwards I always really want to focus on how I'm going to look and, and manifesting and visualizing how I'm going to look and feel yeah. rather than pondering and looking back in kind of shame or whatever at the person that I was a year ago because actually the person I was a year ago is probably more courageous than 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 I've ever been because I took that first step that first step is the hardest and I remember saying to myself every day I'm never going to be this weight again every week I'm going to lose weight and every week it's going to get easier because the progress and the weight loss every week and the results becomes addictive 100 percent becomes and, and that's that word again isn't it you know there's yeah. that word that you that that actually is the driving force behind your yeah. weight loss yeah just, just tell everybody just to to put them out of their misery tell everybody how much you've lost to date in that 18 months so i'm, I'm kind of in a weird i'm sort of working towards the next stone bracket I've got about five pounds to lose and then I've lost five stone. And that is, you know, that is an amazing achievement, isn't it? That is just a clear highlight of, of you know, how amazing it can be if you get your mindset. You can achieve anything, can't you? Yeah, definitely. And I think the one thing for me that really did change my mindset in a way where the one thing for me that's really changed my mindset is... I'm going to prioritize myself and nothing else is going to come before that. And that's a really, and I've said it to all my friends and all my family, that it does feel quite a selfish thing to do a lot of the time, especially if you are quite an empathetic person naturally, if you are, you know, a giver, if you're a parent, if you're, you know, any of these things. It's a really, really hard mindset to get into. But for me, maybe being younger, not having children and having that luxury of being able to do this, my mindset started from, I need to put myself first. I need to focus on and focus on my own health. And it came from, or there was a video that I watched a little later on down the journey that really solidified that for me. And it was from Stephen Bartlett. And he said, and I shared it with you, if you remember, he said that your whole life lies on a tectonic plate, which is called your health. So everything, being a daughter, being a partner, being a friend, being a you know sister. All of these or a business life, owner. Or a business owner, yeah. Or even, you know, being employed. You're employed, yeah. you're a teacher. Yeah, so everything that you do lies on a tectonic plate of your health. 
like everything. So if my health is not right, then I cannot do any of those other things. That is the base layer. That's that's the first thing you've got to address. And what can I do to get my health into the best place possible? So that's sort of uh, prioritizing myself and I'm being kind of really stubborn with that. You know, for example, if there was something that I needed to do for work and I really had to get it done before the next day, it was like, no, actually, I'm going to I'm going to the gym. But this, if I can't get this done by tomorrow, then I can't get it done for tomorrow. You know, if I really, really have to do it, I'll do it when I come home from the gym or I'll try and squeeze in and get it done before. But the gym is a non-negotiable. Like, that's mm -hmm. great for my mental health. It's great for the journey that I'm on. It's great for my mindset. It's great for keeping me committed. That was never going to impact that was never going to have an impact on me going to the gym or me you know going for a walk or me going for a run or me you know doing something for myself that day that was going to get me closer to where I wanted to be so for, for me that was that was that's always been something that I really have to focus on now looking back over the sort of last year and a half I am a better partner I'm a better daughter I'm a better teacher I'm I feel that I can do those things so much better because I put myself first and I think about what I need to do to get my health in the right place. Because and I think that the Stephen Bartlam thing is is a great piece, isn't it, that comes down from such a, a great entrepreneur, a young person, yeah, that if he sees, you know, those sort of things are needed in at his age, then young people should be taking better care of themselves in their health, with their smoking, with their alcohol. You know, we're, we're living in really turbulent times. And, and I think if you can adopt better, healthier patterns, then that really helps. But the key piece here that we need to bring back into the, the, the highlight and the highlighted letters is mindset. Because you tried to lose weight sort of a little while ago, hadn't you? And and again, you know, I think sometimes the 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 penny drops in the slot. Does that make sense? As yeah, say, and, you know, the penny drops in the slot and you go ping, this is the time. And you know when those times are right in your life to, you know, go and lose weight, stop drinking, mm -hmm. etc., stop smoking, start looking after yourself. I know at my age now that you know, I have looked after myself, I've always eaten well, and I've always exercised through my life. And and then, you know, I've had this business that has taken over that looking after myself first, yeah. I've got animals and a business and, and a family and, and things have come come second. So now taking that taking back the reins in my own life, I've, I've been able to, you know, start looking after myself better. And, and obviously, you know, it's great to hear that you're doing the same. I think before I maybe saw it as a little bit of a punishment or I saw it as, you know, I'm not good enough. So I need to be small. You know, I need to be smaller. I need to be slimmer. I need to look a certain way. And then when I came to doing it this time and when I sort of came to the journey, you know, a year, a year and a bit ago and came to start losing weight again and, you know, thought to myself, how is this going to be different from any other time? Instead of me seeing it as sort of a punishment and instead of me, instead of me seeing it as limiting myself, so that I can be what somebody else wants me to be, or I can be healthier. It actually was you no know, like this. I say it in loose terms, but diet. It's not really a diet. It's a lifestyle change for me. I don't like to call it a diet, but the lifestyle change that I was that I was working on, or the lifestyle change that I was putting in place for myself, which was a calorie deficit, going to the gym, running, you know, those kinds of things. And that's obviously how you've done it, isn't it? You, yeah. you you've had you've had 
so many calories a day and you haven't gone to a, a dietitian no. you haven't gone to a gym specialist no. you haven't paid a nutritionalist no and you I'm not really, I've not done, done any, this yourself I've not done any of the clubs I've not done it's a lifestyle change and it was also about looking after myself not punishing myself so changing your mindset from this is not a punishment this is not restricting yourself this is taking care of yourself and like loving yourself and giving yourself the respect you know the respect and the love that you deserve and I think that felt more like for me it was actually I want to protect myself I want to look after myself I want to look after my body and it kind of it was it was starting to just talk to myself differently and and phrase things differently but yeah so I've done it without I think a lot of people have asked me you know is it Slim World or Weight Watchers that you've done and I've, I always kind of say well neither I've done it all by myself and I've not spent any money doing it I use an app called Lose It, which is on the app store. It's very similar to my fitness pal, I think. We need to put those links in the in the show yeah. notes as well. I buy the free, I have the free version. You can pay for an upgrade. I don't. And I'm on a calorie deficit, so I eat less than what my body needs every day, which means that you're gonna burn the fat that you have or the you know, you're in a calorie deficit. But also another thing that's really important is that I don't I, I still recognize that. I still have that inherent pattern, that little pattern in my brain that still wants to have chocolate, that wants to have sugary foods. Maybe one day when I've got to the weight that I'd like to get to and I've sort of achieved that goal and I've got to my goal weight that I have in mind, maybe one day I'll then decide that I'm going to cut sugar out and I'm going to cut chocolate out and I'm going to cut those things out. But for now, for me getting down to my my kind of goal weight, I still have those things in my life. I don't cut them out I don't completely stop with those things so I do have like the 100 calorie little cookie bag and I have like the mini and iced rings and like things like that at work so I still have sweet things I still have chocolatey things in my diet I just count them into my calories and just make sure that I eat in a calorie deficit every day and then it started with me going to a, a dance class once a week then when my weight started to plateau, because your body gets used to the, the exercise that you do, and that's when you sort of maybe have to add, start adding things into your regime. Then I started to do the Couch to 5K program, and I started and I did um, that running. Yeah, I remember you doing that last year. Yeah. I remember you running around the, the field at the yard. Yeah, yeah. So I used to do that, which I really enjoyed because again, that's adding it into your routine, and I found a huge change in my weight loss. I sort of went from losing half a pound a week to three pounds a week because I was running three times a week through the program so I loved that and then once I'd finished that I decided that throughout the, the winter I couldn't run on the streets anymore because it'd be dark and cold by the time I got home from work so I joined the gym and now I do all the gym classes I sometimes do weight training and that kind of thing in the gym on my own but a lot of the time I do a lot of the classes and the variety is also incredible like being able to do spin and swimming and tennis and hit workouts and things like that and yoga so I always try and like mix it up and try loads of different things and do loads of different things so now I've sort of built it into my life where I'm you know maybe at the gym five or six times a week but I enjoy it because everything I do is different every day I'm doing something a little bit different and that works for me but I appreciate that that doesn't work for everybody and that's not how it's going to work for everybody but having spoke to a couple of doctors like friends of ours one doctor said to me that weight loss really does come down to a calculation of the calories that you eat versus the calories that you burn. If you eat less calories than you need, then you will lose weight. Exercise is not necessarily needed straight away. It really is more about what you eat. So I'm thinking more in terms of, you know, people that maybe haven't got the time to go to the gym five or six times a week. And because and, I'm in a really privileged position to be able to do that. And I know that, you know, my lifestyle allows me that. But I know some people don't have that luxury. So actually, I know that 
if you eat in a calorie deficit without restricting yourself because you can still have the things that you like you just have to put it into your calories put it into your app log it every day that is the main thing that will make people lose weight so control over your food and what you're eating and what you're putting into your body and you don't need to start exercising straight away you don't need to have this crazy regime straight away you know you can just build it in around your lifestyle what works for you and the time that you have but for me that was the first thing I needed to get right and that's the first thing that you know I had to do I had to get myself in a calorie deficit and, and control my eating and I always see it as food has been my addiction in the past food has been the thing that I've sought comfort from and I have to allow myself the small joys of like a little bit of chocolate here and there and, and add it into my calories and Friday night's your treat night isn't it yeah Friday night's my treat night so I weigh myself on a Friday this is also another little tip the little trick that I've learned I weigh myself on a Friday morning so that I can be more relaxed with myself on a Friday so Friday's sort of a bit of a treat day. It doesn't mean that I go off the rails, but it does mean that I kind of just eat things that I fancy, things that I want. I try to not eat loads of bread and that kind of thing in the week. I normally have that on a Friday. And now that I'm further down the line and I'm, you know, I've kind of done the worst of it. I've only got a little bit left to lose, but I've done the most of it. Now I sort of allow myself sort of Friday and Saturday where I'm sort of just a little bit more relaxed with the things that I have. And if, you know, I do plan to go out and, you know go out with friends or whatever I would normally do that on a Friday or a Saturday and then restrict my eating in a week to my calorie deficit a lot of people do it in loads of different ways there's so many ways that you can do it and it really is about what suits you but that's what's worked for me so the, the lose it app going to the gym building up my exercise and and not just for my weight loss but I love exercise just for how it makes me feel now and again just that idea of like looking after yourself and kind of investing in your body with that's, that you're going to have in 50 years time you know and kind of exercising your body in that way and I've really yeah. enjoyed walking and learning about how actually humans are meant to be moving all the time we're meant to be walking moving all the time we're meant to and be it's the same with horses isn't it you know they're supposed to be moving yeah. around all the time sometimes we put them in stables and and actually the more you move around the better and and, and as you know at the yard we've got a, a lady that's been with us you know, a long time, maybe six or seven years now. And she's 71. And the movement of her moving around is what keeps her really fit. In fact, she's fitter than me on the yard. Yeah. <laughs> so, so Georgie, if you were to give, say, five tips to anybody that's wanting to lose weight and wants to change their mindset around their well-being, what would those five top tips be for today? That's quite hard. So I might say start to prioritize yourself and your health, remembering that that's the tectonic plate that you do everything else from. So whether it's that you're a mother or you're a father or you're a partner or you're a business owner, your your health is formation of that and putting yourself first yep. in any way that you can, however that looks for you. In terms of weight loss, calorie deficit, would be the second thing I would recommend using the Lose It app. I've used that before, and I use, I've used it for you know a year and a half, and that works for me. So that's the second thing. The third thing in terms of mindset is changing your mindset from punishment to this is something that you're doing to invest in your long term health. So this is what you're going to do to maintain and ensure that you are as healthy as you can be in your kind of elderly years. The fourth thing that I would say would be, I had something really good in my head then and it's gone. 
The fourth thing would be, I would, I would recommend it, but I, I'm conscious that people's lifestyles are different, but invest in any kind of movement that you can. So any kind of, any, any kind of feel good exercise, anything that you can do, that will improve a mindset in, in more ways than one. It doesn't even have to be like, my, one of my favorite things that I do every week is my dance class on a Monday night. And I don't burn that many calories doing it. It's, you know, I don't burn as many calories as I do if I go to a hit class or a spin class, but it is the thing that makes me feel good and it sets me up for the week. So any kind of movement that will provide any sort of joy, do that, invest in that, prioritize that. Number five. The fifth thing I think would be, and it, this was, this has been so important for me, is to manifest and visualize what you want to look like or what you want to feel like. So whether that might be you want to get into a certain size jeans or whether that might be that you just want to feel a certain way, manifest that, visualize that and focus on that every single day. So don't ever lose focus or ever lose sight of your end goal and where you want to be. Because as you go through your journey and as you become healthier and healthier, you will feel more and more like that person that you are aiming for and you kind of find joy in the process that way i've loved the journey i've not found it to be a punishment i've not found it to be it's a challenge obviously but i've not found it to be any kind of punishment on myself and i think it's because i can see the person that i want to be i can see how she feels how she looks what she looks like how she talks about herself how she describes herself her routine and the more that I get like that, the more that I get to that point, the more that I see herself, her in the mirror, the more joy I feel every day, the kind of joy that I get from that each day, the closer I am to that. So visualizing and manifesting has been a huge thing for me. And, and part of that has been being really careful who I follow on social media. So I'll follow people that follow a similar lifestyle to me or look similar to how I would like to look. So that sort of aspirational people with the same values as you on social media, people with the same message, people with the same, maybe the same journey, the same weight loss journey that have had to work to get there. People that share really positive motivational things on social media. I really, for me, with my visualizing and manifesting, I really had to cleanse my social media, take off the people that were negatively impacting my social media, maybe the filtered Kardashians of the world and followed people that lived a similar lifestyle, had similar values and were working towards the same end goal as me because there's so many accounts out there, people with gym tips and health tips and food tips and so that my, what I was, what I was kind of ingesting from social media was also in line with what I wanted to see in my own life and what I was striving towards in my own life. So I think that for me was also really important. So visualizing, manifesting, having a really clear goal, visualizing it every day, seeing it every day, striving for it every day. That, that was also really important and making sure that what I was looking at on social media was also reflecting that, that end goal that I wanted to see. So I think that's brilliant. That's and, and, and I think those five tips really encapsulate it. But my favorite one is the one at the very end about the, the visualizing and the manifesting, because that's, you know, something that I've had to do in my journey in, in the way of the horse for, you know, 20 years is to visualize where I see myself and, and feel being that person in that place. Yeah, and that's part exactly of that person which... feel and you sort of striving. It doesn't even have to be about how you look. You know, we don't have to be 
we don't have to you know we don't have to worry about how you look you know it can be just about a feeling that you're striving towards yeah absolutely and And most people visualize something like a car or a house or or a husband or something or a wife or or whatever don't they but yeah it's um, really powerful because i think you get where it's like a you know an ironclad mindset. If you if you commit to visualizing that every day and knowing that that will be you, you'll find joy in the journey of it. But also because you'll 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 feel closer to that every single day, and that becomes addictive. But also you kind of build this ironclad mentality of nothing is going to stop me from achieving that goal. I'm going to see it every day. I'm going to visualize it every day. I'm going to manifest it every day. I'm going to push myself towards it every day, even if it's going for a 10 minute walk okay brilliant I'm 10 minutes closer to that person I'm 10 minutes closer to that final goal and actually it it does make you enjoy the journey because you know that every single day you're doing these tiny little things that are going to get you there at the end and it does build that ironclad mentality of nothing no matter what life can throw at me nothing is going to deter me from this path because even if you've got a crazy hectic life and you can't get in a gym class that day but you could maybe manage a 10 minute walk around the block okay brilliant because a lot of people would just sack it off and not do anything that day. But you've gone out and you've done 10 minutes. So that's 10 minutes closer. So you've won that day. So I've kind of, I've always seen it as that. And I think that's that's always been kind of valuable for me. Brilliant, Georgie. It's been amazing talking to you and hearing about your journey of weight loss. And, and I have to say, for anybody that has maybe seen you recently in in this transformation you are a totally different person and everybody that sees you in the business will say to me oh my god she looks incredible so really proud of you and your journey and this weight loss you're an incredible young woman that has really got your head switched on and you should be very proud thank you very much yeah amazing so thank you very much for talking to me today any notes we're going to put in the show notes about your loser app and anything that will help people we'll put in the show notes and hopefully this this talk will inspire somebody to be able to take back the reins in their own life and hopefully it'll inspire somebody to to make change as well so thank you for talking to me it's been amazing and i've really enjoyed the talk today thank you Thank you for listening to Taking Back the Reins with me, Dina Shale. I'd love for you to find out more about how you can recover with horses. Come and join my free Facebook group, Highway to Healing.